0: For his ninth, 18 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Oh, Oh, on the the chicken, double time! Miles Turner, yeah. Welcome to the NBA, my friend. Turner sets the screen. Oh no! Oh oh, no! Don't let him
3: throw it down like that. Victor on the deep Throws it back to Oladipo.
0: Stevenson behind drives inside. chance a three-point play he just head by the stance <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to born ready to pod podcast
2: welcome back to episode seven of the born ready to pod podcast my name is chris cook sitting next to me as always jake light eric Hawk and tonight we are uh, actually a special recording we're at live at the uh, Coterie in downtown Kokomo Indiana on the square uh, guys what do you guys think of our setup here tonight here at the Coterie
0: the setup is awesome the fans are crazy I look out and I just see nothing but bodies and fans and hands in the air the drinks are pretty stiff uh, thanks to Riley and the crew here at the Coterie but yeah it's and definitely I do wanna great, say, before awesome. you
2: chime in Jack I do want to make a note here five uh, five dollar mixed drinks on Wednesday nights so if you don't have to work on Thursday, if you do have to work and you needed something to get you through the workday the next day, $5 drinks, you can't go wrong with that. They make them pretty strong here.
1: Yeah, Taco Tuesdays, half price beer on Tuesdays as well. I mean, Tuesday, Wednesday, I mean, what else do you have to do in Indiana? Don't forget about trivia. Trivia nights. I mean, I've been a part of the Lord of the Rings championship here, so... I mean, this place is pretty special to us. It's one of the best places in uh, Kokomo to we sit have down and have a drink.
2: We have a great view. Right behind us is just downtown Kokomo on the square. So, I mean, just a beautiful view. It's a beautiful view. It could be much view. better. I know can't, that. Can't so, get any better. Thank you to the guys at the Coterie for letting us record here tonight. Um, we're just going to dive right into it. So, how's that sound to you guys? Let's do it. Let's go. So, we're going to use this podcast episode kind of as our free agency roundup Um I know we still have a couple weeks left until things really die down, but the big news today was uh, Kawhi Leonard getting traded to Toronto. Uh, He got traded along with Danny Green for DeMar DeRozan, uh, Jakob Pertl, and a first-round pick. So my question to you guys first off is what do you guys think about that deal for both teams, the Spurs and the Raptors? For the
0: Raptors, they're kind of in a situation with
2: what Paul George was Last year is
0: what it kind of seems to me. No one expects him to re-sign him to a long-term deal. And yet he goes to Toronto They give up DeRozan, which kind of seems like a guy that it's kind of surprising that they gave up DeRozan. He's been there forever. He's been like a cornerstone of that franchise. But, I mean, as far as the deal goes, I think San Antonio wins with that first-round pick in 2019, right? Is that what that
1: was? Or was uh, one thing I don't like about it, uh, it's pick one to 20, uh, protected. If they don't get the pick in 2019, it turns into two second-round picks. God. So there's a pretty good chance, I, I would say, with Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, Balanchunas. i would say that's probably going to turn into two second round picks personally so that's how i'm going to kind of assess it when i'm
0: talking about yeah, i just about keep my going grade. back to that Paul george trade because i mean they were in a they were in a weird situation the spurs like they had to they had a guy that didn't want to play for him and they had to move him everyone knows he didn't want to play there so they're not getting like crazy offers for like this guy's talent wise so this could be a deal we look at next year and be like hey the Spurs, they didn't have Kawhi Leonard at all last year, and they made the playoffs. And now they get DeMar DeRozan and portal a guy I think has a lot of potential. Pertle. Portal, whatever Purtle. his Purtle. name is. Yeah, I Trying
2: Try it again. Pertle? Pertle. Pertle.
0: They get Pertle and. Uh, So I think their team got better, but I don't know if the value matches. Yeah,
2: I kind of look at this like if we got to compare this to the Pacers last year, obviously the Paul George trade. Uh, Obviously, Coyne Leonard's a better player than him, but people thought they didn't get much out of it, and then look what happened. So um, as far as we know, DeRozan, he's going to go be coached by the best coach, arguably, in basketball. So um, that could be also a benefit for him. And I also like it for Toronto because you obviously get the best player in the trade, and if he doesn't re-sign with you, number one, you get rid of DeRozan's contract, and number two, you can start your rebuild uh, next year. So they're going for it this year, obviously, hoping Kawhi signs long-term. He probably won't. But then they have their sights set on, uh, you know, rebuilding in the future and then not having to deal with DeRozan's contract.
1: Yeah, um, when I seen the trade go down, I was I was not expecting Danny Green to be part of the deal. I actually think that's a uh, that's a plus for the Raptors. I was expecting it to be Paul Gasol um and that's just you know pow is he's he's good but uh, he's he's on his last leg making quite a bit of money so i was surprised to see danny green go so i think that's a plus for toronto uh you know grading the trade today i would say i'd I'd give a little bit of leeway uh, you know i I would kind of air towards the toronto raptors winning the deal just because they simply got the best player um you know, DeMar DeRozan meant a lot to the people of Toronto, but at the same time, they weren't winning anything with him. He was not the best player. I mean, he was the best player on their team, and they weren't, uh, they weren't getting over the hump. So I think getting Kawhi Leonard is a big plus for Toronto. Now, here's what I will say. I think, I think the Spurs did okay. Um, I think uh, Pop will do wonders with DeRozan. He's kind of a one-dimensional player. I think he's kind of a – in my mind, when I think of DeMar DeRozan, I think of a souped-up like Rudy Gay type player. Uh, maybe a little bit better scorer than Rudy Gay was in his prime, but um, I think Demar will be fine with the Spurs. Um, if now this is where the trade could could. Shift back towards the Spurs. If Kawhi decides he doesn't really want to be on the Toronto Raptors, I could see him, you know, feigning an injury. I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I could see him not playing in every game, obviously, or even playing half the season just because he knows he's going to get a max deal from the team he wants in the offseason. So I would say today, I feel better about it uh, on the Toronto Raptors side but I could definitely see at the end of the season saying, Spurs won the deal, and that's where I'm at today. So,
0: definitively, are the Raptors better next year? I think. I think so. If if,
1: if, Kawhi, if, Leonard if Kawhi
0: plays, plays especially with healthy. Danny Green, that three and D yeah. guy that everyone needs. Yeah, yeah. I, I
2: if, we're gonna get into this later. Uh, we have a Twitter talk question with Eastern Conference standings from our Twitter followers, but I definitely see them. I, I didn't really have them above the Pacers before the trade. Obviously, they had a great year last year, but I think this pretty much, if Kawhi plays and he's healthy. I think this no doubt jumps them, at least in the standings over the Pacers.
1: How many games does Kawhi have to play for you guys to consider this like a a big-time win for Toronto? I don't he's think not really to play all the regular
2: season. He's got to play enough to obviously get them a top-four playoff spot, but as long as he plays in the playoffs, I mean, it's a win.
1: Let's say Kawhi decides not to play... of the season. He's Mm. quote-unquote hurt. Let's just say, I mean, I think that's That's feasible. I think that's feasible.
0: Lost Gerard to Rosen and Kawhi's not even there to replace him. That's 100% a loss. So let's say Kyle, if he doesn't
2: play 75% of the games, they're not making a playoff spot. Exactly my point. So he's got to play. Do you think
1: think Kawhi cares about Toronto at all? I mean, he has no allegiance to the Toronto Raptors. Sure, they traded for him, but he knows he's getting a max deal at the end of the year no matter what. Did you
0: guys see that T Mac message he sent welcoming in Toronto? I didn't see that. It was basically just a plea to play, basically T Mac, yeah. just from his heart, saying how much Toronto's great and how much it's meant to him, and he should definitely play. Yeah,
2: well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what with happens. That. I think those grades remain best? to be seen. Is
0: Kawhi Leonard the best Toronto Raptor ever, or is Vince Carter T Mac better? I think Chris Bosh is ahead of T Mac. You T-Mack. can't be the
2: best if you haven't played a game yet. Sorry, that's just. I I think how it goes. I personally like think LeBron's Vince the best Carter. Player. He hasn't played a game yet. I
1: would I would go I would Vince, go Vince Carter. as well, and then probably Chris Bosh, and then T Mac.
2: I would put DeRozan up there before Bosch. Really? Not better player-wise, but I think bigger impact.
1: Whoa! Well, I mean, I I think I disagree because I think Bosch, he was kind of the first guy that got those guys to the playoffs. I mean, it had been a long time. Bosch comes in, he's – definitely their best player. They get to the playoffs. Sure, he left them, but at the same time, yeah. you know, DeMar's led them to, you know, several high seeded teams, but he's never got them over the hump, so, yeah. so that's just my opinion. Let's
2: go ahead and wrap that one up. Uh, it's to be determined. We'll see what happens. We'll see how many games he plays and Obviously if he plays in, like you said, less than or less than 75% of the games or whatever you had the hypothetical was, they won't make the playoffs yeah. this season, so... All right, so let's just go ahead and dive right into it. So we've uh, named this as our free agency roundup podcast. Obviously, we still have maybe a couple more weeks to go. There's still some big names that still need to sign, possibly some more trades. But we're going to go ahead and ask, as of right now, so my first question to you guys is which team do you guys think had the best offseason? Okay,
1: I think uh, obviously the Lakers. um had the best offseason, they attained the best player in the NBA in LeBron. Um, Obviously with Rajon Rondo and uh, Lance Stevenson, I think they got some veteran leadership uh, probably off the bench. The one thing I I didn't like, obviously they added JaVale McGee as well, but the one thing I'm not sure about is that point guard position. Lonzo and Rondo, someone's going to start, someone's going to come off the bench. Neither one is going to provide that that shooting ability that they really need to um, spread the defense. LeBron's going to be the primary ball handler. Uh, So they still have some question marks, but anytime you can get the best player in the NBA, I think you got to do it. And so the Lakers won the offseason to me. I think a runner-up, I I like the Pacers, but I think Hawk's going to hit on the Pacers. So the Warriors... the Warriors getting Cousins on that cheap deal, it's almost not even fair, and the fact that they were able to still sign Kevin Durant to that to that deal is going to be huge as well.
2: So before you go, Hawk, actually, here's my question. So you just described the Warriors and them signing DeMarcus Cousins, so obviously I think we can all agree that this NBA season is pretty much wrapped up. So in your guys' picks here for best and worst off season, are you picking it based on this season, or are you picking it based on you know the next two or three seasons, based on what these teams have done?
0: Um, I'm picking it on this season and I can't let Chris skate by again. He (laughs) forgot to record, we already talked about all this. Now I'm trying to rattle my brain and think about what I was going to say, but I have no freaking idea. I feel like the first time I said the Lakers, it was actually better. You had a lot more input and I I was calling This time I just zoned you out. I just know you picked the Lakers. It's tough, yeah. I'm going to pick the Pacers again. And uh, I think those guys they signed, their draft picks look promising so far. I think they're off, they've are off. they retained Thad Young. That's always a big thing that we can't forget. I mean, the loss of Lance Stevenson's immeasurable, but I think they've more than made up for it with potential and like what they can do on the floor as far as Tyreek Evans can drive and score. We got a shooter in Doug McDermott. I think that offseason just speaks for itself. I'm not gonna give it to the Warriors, because they're going to win the postseason and probably the regular season. I mean, they might just coast, but so no so they titles, can't win no off-season titles. No how titles. How do you, how for do you really, really? They're only going to get regular
2: season. How do you titles. really win the off-season if you've already won three out of four titles and you just had? I mean, you can That's just. Well, you sign? Like the best cop- center you in the sign league for yeah. the league minimum. I mean, what do you that's want? You do I, mean, it, but <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a cheat code, so I'm yeah. not giving it to
1: him. He's not even going to be able to afford rent. And you know, and we just found out the
0: Pacers got a new PR guy. I think that's huge for their off season rebuild. So oh, some guy named Rock, Rockwood or whatever is in. So I think for me it's the Pacers. This is a Pacers podcast. I'm going to I'm going to appeal to the crowd this thing the, the Pacers fans
2: sure. win. All right, so following up on that best off season, now I want you guys to give me the team that you think that had the worst off season.
0: Uh, you
1: know, I think there's kind of two teams obviously that uh, didn't quite you know, measure up from what we thought that they would do in the offseason. I think the Rockets. There's major question marks. Uh, they still, at this point, they have not brought back Clint Capella. Uh, they did not. Uh, they did not. You know, they were not able to sign LeBron James, like some people thought. And they're talking
0: about adding Carmelo. Which yeah. I don't you, think if really you
1: add good. Carmelo, that's a big negative to your score. You
0: take out Trevor Reza and add Carmelo. That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, what do you they want? They haven't officially added him yet, though. They haven't know, officially added, the added him,
1: room. but. I mean, I've heard more smoke about Carmelo going to Houston than I have really Capella re-signing. It seems like there there's some sort of um, impasse uh, over, you know, what Capella's going to sign for. So they got to get Capella under contract. And I really don't like the Chris Paul uh, four-year, $160 million deal. Are you kidding me? I mean, he's already slowing down. Sure, he's going to be good year one, year two. But year three and four, that's going to be dead money. So I think the Rockets, uh, they haven't, you know, gotten better they've gotten worse whereas the lakers and warriors have both obviously gotten exponentially better um and then my last team that i think has lost the uh off season yeah well i am because because i'm i've got the mic right now so that's that's the best part about it um, I don't really like what the Spurs have done either. I, they lost Kyrie. They got DeMar DeRozan. You'd be I mean, that's obviously they lost Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie
2: was on there. <laughs> Kyrie was on the
1: Spurs. Well, if Kyrie was on the Spurs, you said Kyrie. You meant Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi. Kawhi. I wrote down Kyrie as well, <laughs> so I don't know what my head was. What my head was doing, but uh, yeah, they lost Ka- uh, Kawhi. Cast exactly. Uh, they lost Kawhi, which is obviously one of the top five players in the league. Um, and now they went from being able to compete to probably not unless Pop can really do some damage. So I would say the Rockets and Spurs with the West getting better, they're getting worse. That's kind of a negative in my book.
0: The team that got worse for me is undoubtedly the Cavs. I mean, they haven't done – Good choice. Have they done anything? Well,
2: I mean, no. Nah. They, they lost LeBron. They got Channing Fry. Well, they're
0: they're <laughs> one step Channing closer Frye. to the number one overall pick. So I mean, you got to do something. You can't just hope Colin Sexton's going to come in and take <laughs> LeBron James' stats and minutes. That's not just going to happen out of nowhere. I mean, you got to shed some contracts. you got to get some future stuff. I yeah, mean,
2: I don't know what they're doing. I think I read that their GM said that they just want to try to compete this year. Okay. So they're going to try well, to get hey. the – You A- let be JR Be JR. I think we yeah. all agree on that.
0: Those Cleveland tickets are going to go way down in price. I mean,
2: best-case scenario, they're an eight seed this year. Yeah, that's very obtainable, too. I think that's out of the question. They could do that. I
1: think they need to start. They're going to have to start.
0: That'll be a fun series. Exactly. They're
1: they're actually going to have to pay fans to actually go to Quicken Lones Arena this year, I think.
2: All right, so uh, moving on, we're going to do best and worst contract. I want you guys to rank three of them. So we'll start off with best contracts. So, go ahead and give me, it doesn't have to be in any order. It can be in an order if you wanted to, just please address it. So, just give me three of your worst contracts so far of the offseason. All right, can we do one at a time? Because I like that better. Go All right, so you forth. want to do one, he does yeah, one. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay yeah. yeah, we can I'll do start that. this. This is like a pogo stick,
0: back and forth, up and down. Best contracts. So my first pick, I'm going to say Julius Randle to the Pelicans. I think what he got what was it, around nine million. I think it was. For two Two years, eighteen million, and we both said like fifteen to eighteen anywhere possible, and he got. I remember our intern Dan
2: said that. Yeah, he he said nine million, and we all were giving him crap. We were like, no way, that's gonna. happen. So maybe intern Dan. And minutes later, he signed for that. So that
0: was pretty funny. I will say that, but I think that is a very good value, especially you lose Cousins, and you get a guy that he's not going to give you Cousins numbers by any means. But for nine million, I think he's a suitable replacement. Not the best, but I mean he's going to do what. He does. And for $9 million, I think he's on my number one best contracts.
1: I love it. Um, my number one best contract, I'm cheating here. I'm going LeBron James. He signed a four-year, $154 million deal. I, this is completely cheating because, literally, if this was in the open market like it is in baseball, what do you think LeBron would get? I mean, he would, he would be able to pretty much name his number because he just brings such a mystique, and such, you know, so much publicity to his NBA team. It doesn't matter. He could go play for the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings are going to make a ton more money. They'd be the five-seam. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And so that's what LeBron brings. So LeBron James, four years, $154 million. That's huge. Even though he's going to the West, I still would not count him out just because he's simply done so much with less. It's incredible. So LeBron James, you know, to the Lakers, four years, $154 Ink that best contract. He's definitely going to way surpass that amount of money, and uh, I love it. All
0: right, round two, go. Round two, I'm going to. Are we doing Snake? Yes. Yeah. Okay,
1: so you get to go again. Oh, Snake. Um, I'm not going to cheat as much. My other guy, I don't think you're going to pick him. Um, I'm going to go Alfred Payton one year uh, just over $2 million I believe with the New Orleans Pelicans so your number one pick who I would I would have taken Julius Randle with this pick but um, they got Julius Randle and Alfred Payton. Um, Payton has shown a lot of promise. He was a former you know, a lottery pick. Um, I really like what he's able to do um, and I'm assuming he's just going to take over that backup point guard position and I really
0: like what the Pelicans have done this offseason so that's huge. My number two pick, I'm going to cheat here, too. I'm going to go, if you get DeMarcus Cousins for the minimum, I don't care how many games he plays. Book that should it, have been number one. On book I know, that's a great second round yeah. steal. I just got Draymond Green in the late second round. Who? I'm just saying, like hypothetically, compared to the he draft. You picked
2: DeMarcus's contract. DeMarcus Cousins. even you been listening?
0: Yeah, I, yeah but
1: he also, said, <laughs> he also said Draymond
2: Green. He got Draymond Slight Green. Side note, I just heard somebody playing our podcast in the crowd. I love Ooh. it. I love it. The crowd's getting pretty crazy here. <laughs> All right, keep
0: on. All right, so DeMarcus Cousins for the vet minimum. I think that is a great second-round pick by me, similar to the Warriors picking Draymond in the second is what I meant. Yeah.
2: All right, last round, best contracts, round three. Oh, shoot, I'm going to get it. Snake yeah. drafted um, you, Hawk. Come you on, you put me in the spot. Let's go. <laughs> I forgot.
0: Uh, this is a guy I don't even care about, but I just want to throw him in there because I, I think I'm going to win this. I'm going to say Isaiah Thomas for the minimum. He's going to come in for Denver and probably be, if that's he just accepts, nuts.
2: you know, that's just nuts.
0: Mr. Brinks Trucks himself, if he accepts that second roll, yeah. for the value, that's unbelievable. Yeah. And if he gives you anything over seven points for the minimum, yeah. which I feel like he could, that's just crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. That's like a million
1: dollars a footy as tall i mean that's crazy no yeah isaiah thomas that's a great deal um my last pick is going to be devin booker i love that contract five years 158 million the dude is going to be 22 years old at the start of this season and he's just gotten exponentially better every single year um he can play inside he can play outside he he's just he's going to be a star in the league if the phoenix suns can ever figure it out um from not last year last year he averaged 24 points 4.7 assists and 4.5 rebounds um, and he's just going to get better. The year previous, he only scored 22 points, 3.4 assists, and 3.2 rebounds. So he just keeps getting better. Um, he's that young star that the Phoenix Suns needed. They're adding Aiton to that mix. I really like what they've done as well. I don't really love the Trevor Reza contract. I think we let him skate a little bit on that. That might come
2: up in bad contracts. That might come
1: up on bad contracts. But, 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 but
2: it is a little – you said a reason.
1: Yeah, a It's only a
2: one-year deal.
1: It's only a one-year deal. I still don't see the fit, but Trevor Booker – Sorry, um, Devin Booker is just exponentially... He's going to get better. I would look for him to average almost 27 to 28 points this year. I I just see so much stardom with that guy. He's only going to be 22. I think that's insane.
0: So he's a fantasy pickup for sure for you. Yeah,
1: yeah. don't remember that during our fantasy draft. Yeah, I'm really going to be into Devin Booker.
2: All right, so let's go now to worst contracts. Let's not spend as much time on this (laughs) last. So let's just kind of do it, you know... It's the second round you know you got less time on the clock so worst contract we'll do the same thing hawk you start it who do you got we'll do state draft okay i'm gonna start it like you said and i'm gonna
0: pick jabari parker for the bulls for 20 million the team option second year that really Damn helps you. that makes it a better contract but a guy with two torn ACLs are going to give 20 million dollars to yeah. no thanks yeah. number one pick Jabari Park
1: yeah okay That's that would have been my number one uh, but number two for me the second worst contract I think I'm actually going to go Chris Paul because I get two back-to-back, so I'm just going gonna... to...
2: So your first one's Jabari, and now you're going Chris Paul. I'm going
1: Chris Paul. You All know, right. I think a four-year, 160 mil, I'm not going to talk a long time about this. I think Chris Paul, for next year and maybe the year after, he will definitely be a max player. I think the last two years, the Rockets are not going to be able to trade that contract. That's going to be a crazy number on their salary cap, and I just don't see it. And they haven't gotten better this offseason, so I don't see how they compete with the Warriors. I just kind of view that as kind of a bullcrap contract i mean it's chris paul great job but he's getting older i'm not sure he's going to be able to produce those last two years of that deal it's going to be like 40 million a year that's crazy yeah. uh, my second since it's a snake draft i'm going to go aaron gordon uh four years 84 mil i just don't think he's a 20 million dollar a year player that's just hey
2: God, the pacers and-
1: yes me personally i was getting scared when the pacers were rumored to be on him I just don't think he's gonna be able to grow. His, he, he shoots way too many pull-up jump shots. I think he, he only shot like 29% on pull-up jump shots, but he kept shooting them. And uh, he's just one of those guys, there's the, the potentials there, but once he loses that athleticism, he does not have the skills to really be a viable scoring option, especially for a playoff team. So I'll go with Aaron Gordon. I like him, he's electric. Um, but once he loses that athleticism, kind of like what Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin had to reinvent his game, Aaron Gordon, I'm not sure he can do the same thing as Blake Griffin. Once he's not above the rim, I'm not sure he's going to be as viable for his team, which is he's going kind of be the Orlando Magic. With
0: the Magic, I don't hold too much of that against him. So yeah. I guess he'll do a they lot go to Disneyland much. every day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? All right, who you got? Uh, my second pick, I'm going to say Mavs DeAndre for 24 million. I just think adding him to that team when you're still playing Dirk and you got a young Dennis Smith and
2: I mean, who else do they even have? I'm forgetting some people. Ah, uh, Luca.
1: I
0: Luca. Luca, you're I'm right. I like, I just I like the DeAndre
2: deal. It's a one-year deal. You don't, it's a one-year deal, look, yeah, but like for not, next year, you're not adding anything of value in the future. Uh, you don't know, you know why. why because they want to sign Miles Turner next
0: year on when he's restricted. That's true. So it's even worse deal. So I, I'm double-stamping that. DeAndre Jordan, worse deal, number two pick.
1: Okay. Um, so this is my last pick. I have two guys written down. Um, I guess can only I'm, pick one. I can only pick one. Even though uh, I guess Dante Exum, three years, uh, thirty-three million—that's That's a terrible. Eleven million dollars a year for a guy that, that can't stay healthy. That should be number healthy. one. I mean, you guys complain about Jabari. It should that be. But I've actually watched Exum, and I actually like his game. He's young. He's 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 a he's going to be able to defend the point guard position. He's really good against pick and rolls. I think his offensive game is getting better, but he can't stay healthy. I don't like eleven million dollars a year. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and pass the Hawks, and we'll see if he takes this other guy that I kind of had start. If not, right, I'll yeah, mention Yeah, trying to look over
0: there and chi. Wrap yeah. it up, hockey. you got as the
2: last. I'm just going to throw a in
0: there just because with the Suns, it's kind of similar to the DeAndre thing I was saying. It's for one year, which maybe is a good team deal, but it doesn't make you any better for the future. It's not a young prospect. It's nothing like concrete. You're not going to win the West. You're not even going to be close. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me to sign a Riza for 15.
1: My last guy was Kyle Anderson. I like the player, four years, $37.2 million deal. Uh, I just think Jaren Jackson's gonna just completely obliterate his playing time. I don't really like it. I guess Jackson could play the four, but I think he's the next like star of the Memphis Grizzlies. I kinda think that signing is redundant with their draft pick.
2: All right, so we'll uh, see what happens with those. I'm sure come next season, if we have more followers, you guys will be criticized if one of these players really works out and then one of your best contracts absolutely just drops off the face of the air. So we'll see what happens. Uh, last couple of questions here and we'll wrap it up. The first segment, first question, which free agents are you guys surprised uh, haven't signed yet with a team? I think the obvious answer in my mind before you guys get into it is uh, Smart and Capella. I assume you guys will think the same. Maybe there's another play out there that I don't know of, but go ahead and dive into oh, that. Wait to, to steal the, to steal yeah. The I mean, what the hell? Capella
0: got offered what? Four years, eighty-five million. And that's that a lot it? of money. And he declined it. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's crazy. And the fact that the Kings haven't even—I've th- heard the Kings were going to af- offer Smart with that twenty million they have. They're going to—I'd probably see it around fifteen. They were going to offer and then. Push the Celtics, and that hasn't happened yet, which is kind of surprising. When they just missed out. On I did somebody. think I
2: read today that like the Celtics were prepared to offer Smart like a crazy deal. So and then Dwyane Wade hasn't
0: signed yet either, right? That is true. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's just going to go back to Miami for the league. What were they even waiting on? He's just and he couldn't... might even still retire. Yeah, true. And then Melo, I guess, is a little surprising,
2: but I think he's just a name at this point. I don't. I wouldn't. Want well, he's to not actually bought out yet, so he really can't even. He doesn't hold any of the cards until he actually is released from his contract with the Thunder. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think like Chris hit on, Hawk hit on, I think Smart's a guy that, I mean... I knew mean, we were talking about I him thought, going for between 15-20. I, I really thought the Pacers were going to make a play on him instead of Tyree Gevins. I really did. I just thought he had that blue-collar attitude. We love his fans. Um, so I am absolutely shocked that Smart is not, you know, under contracts with someone yet. Um, but Capella, that's obviously the other guy... Um, I think he will end up with the Rockets. The Rockets have to sign him. I mean, if they do not sign him, they, they basically wasted the Chris Paul contract, And they're wasting, you know, the prime years of James Harden because they have to have that other threat. They let Ariza go. I think the Rockets have to sign Capella. I'm absolutely shocked that he is not under contract with the Rockets quite yet. And if I was another team, I would try to push that number up because the Rockets are really under some salary cap problems and they're going to have to pay some tax. And so make it hurt. I I don't know why the Sacramento Kings don't make it hurt. I think it's because people see that the Sacramento Kings are going to offer a contract. They just laugh because they know the free agents. It's not Absolutely. going to sign that deal um, but yeah I, I'm shocked that Capella has not signed a deal with the Rockets yet
2: yeah. all right so last question uh, and this is going actually into next free agency period who do you guys think and this is just real quick uh, is the most realistic 2019 Pacers free agent target you guys guess this now you win a prize next offseason Jake, you want to take this
0: or you want me to take this? I'm gonna say Jimmy Butler. Just because I feel like Yeah, you gotta get that
2: one out of the way first. I'm looking up free agents
0: 29 being curly on my phone because I can't remember them all. Clay Thompson? That, that's my pick. Shut up. Go ahead. Clay Thompson, free agent. I I don't know. I feel like he just commanded a lot. We could
2: pay up. Yeah. He's not coming to the end yeah, see that doesn't that. seem realistic to me. And it would also come up with the dilemma. Yeah, you have Oladipo the Oladipo and Thompson yeah. who's gonna play like hey, Thompson in the small floor. I still have to talk about this.
1: I'm gonna I'm going to persuade I, you guys that Klay Thompson could end up you being. You don't in have a to a persuade us.
2: Me. I
0: like it. Let's hear all about we're it We're not gonna be mad.
1: Okay, here's why I think Klay Thompson makes a lot of sense for the Pacers. Number one. The Pacers love shooters. uh, Sure, he probably wants to stay on the West Coast. That's where his whole life has been. But I think it would make a lot of sense for him to go. He, he would be an automatic Eastern Conference all-star if he came to the Pacers. The Pacers love the shooter. I think Victor Oladipo could easily... Sl- Not just, did you say, you said an all-star. He would be a starter. He'd be a starter on these, yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oladipo could easily slide to point. Because guess what? Like I've said several times on the podcast, positions one, two, and three mean nothing in the NBA. So I, I could easily see him... Being that spot-up guy, he would have such a huge role for the Pacers. I think Jimmy Butler makes the most sense since he's already been in the Midwest. He he doesn't seem like, and Minnesota. I mean, he's, which is pretty much the Midwest. I, I could see him wanting to be an Indiana Pacer because we could offer him an opportunity to win, but I think Klay Thompson makes a ton of sense. He checks off a lot of the boxes that we look for in a player, he's blue collar, he doesn't have to be the star. But with the Pacers, he would be because Indiana loves shooters and he can defend his butt off. I think he'd be a perfect fit for the Pacers. They would just have to offer him a huge amount of money uh, to come to the Midwest, since he's pretty much been a West Coast guy his whole life.
0: Yeah. What about Kemba Walker too? So he's been rumored a, a possible Pacer forever. Hate him. You no, hate him, but I, mean, I, you I like you see him. him.
1: Yeah, I could see it. I, I just don't think he fits well with Vic. I like him as a player. He's done a lot for the for the Hornets, but I don't love the fit with Vic. That's what it comes down to. I think you got to find the fit for Vic. And I think Klay Thompson and Jimmy Butler fit perfectly.
2: Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, I'll take both of them. All right. So you guys, have anything, you guys have anything else to add to that? Um, I think we pretty much covered it. I mean, it. hopefully Jeremy Lin. I mean, maybe we'll get yeah, Jeremy yeah. Let's well, so hope not. I think he just got traded. Where did he get traded? Atlanta. He went to Atlanta. Oh, I mean, so they're still trying to ship out. The they're Dennis still trying reader. to get that number one
0: next yeah. pick next year.
2: And nobody wants him. So Pacer P wants Dennis, that's for sure. So... Alright, that will wrap up our first segment, Free Agency Roundup. Uh, you guys send us in what you guys think, who had the best offseason, worst off-season, maybe even the best and worst contract. Let us know and uh, we'll let you let you guys know what we think but we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to actually talk to uh, one of the guys at the Coterie about one of their upcoming events coming at the beginning of August, you guys should go check it out. Uh, so we'll go to a quick break, talk to him and then we'll be back with our next segment which goes over Twitter talk. We're going over you guys' predictions of the Eastern Conference standings for the upcoming season. So we'll be right back. Okay. All right, we are sitting here with Riley from the Coterie, the best bartender here, might I add. A.K.A. Garçon. A.K.A. Garçon. It doesn't get better than Riley. And we're here to talk to him about the upcoming event that the Coterie is putting on in downtown Kokomo called Brews on Buckeye. It's coming up on August 4th. So, uh, Riley, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners what Brews on Buckeye is and what they can expect if they're to come to? Uh, so, come basically,
3: we're, uh, we're just going to be having a bunch of breweries, a bunch of distilleries, and food vendors all uh, showing up on Buckeye Street right uh, right across from Oscars and Tin Man. Uh, it's going to be, like you said, on August 4th, 2018 this year. Uh, VIP, you can get in at 5, which is an hour early. And uh, General Mission gets in at 6, because that's an hour later than 5. And it goes till 10. And this is like the fifth year that we've been doing it. And every year's a really good show up. Um, It it can kind of turn into a shit show, but in a good way. I've been there. (laughs) You you know (laughs) know how it is. Is Is there going to be live music or anything? There will be live music. music. Um, Action Jackson, DJ, Main Street Skate Park guys. Um, there'll be a bunch of music. We're uh, a lot of us still to be determined. Um, we're still hearing back from a lot of breweries, and distilleries, and artists that'll be showing up. Um, so nothing set, but. Um, we definitely have a big turnout as far as the vendors go. What's Dad? your drink
2: of, choice my drink of choice when you're at Brews. <laughs> wow, everything. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you get your hands on. I don't discriminate when I'm at Bruce. Yeah,
1: well, last year when I went, it was it was a party. It was a great time, and you just pretty much walk up and say, "Here's my, you know, band or whatever it is at that you know yeah. that year," and say, "I want this," and then you get your beer and yeah, just go. And I mean, that's it. it.
3: You get in the front gate and it's basically free for all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do offer a ten dollar ticket. And unlimited uh, non-alcoholic drinks to designated drivers. So don't drink and drive. A lot of bad it. stuff. How
0: much are tickets to just attend?
3: Uh, for uh, like I said, the uh, DD tickets are ten. VIP yeah. is fifty, and general admission is thirty. Okay. Um, what if we, I? We just recently put them on sale, uh, and they usually sell out online. So you can get them at Eventbrite. You just go to the page on Facebook.
2: What if I say I'm a DD and I buy a ten-dollar ticket and just show up? Whatever. We do have police officers
3: there that
0: that are. You'll be arrested for DD. and canned. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you will be tarred and feathered.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I I know that that's like a great event. I know a lot of people around Kokomo and surrounding areas come. It's like a cool like hangout, really. I mean, you're just hanging out, just having a brew, just talking and. Maybe a little sport, or like sports talks. I don't know. I mean, what, I mean, what are we going to
2: do? Talk about whatever you want. I mean, he's going to say, well, like he's going to say nothing nothing's
3: set in stone. There you
2: go. And not just Bruise on Buckeye. Whenever you're in downtown Coco, make sure you come up to the Coterie. It's an upstairs bar here down on the square. Bar none, the best. The you gotta best get an escalator. The, the best
0: hangout. An escalator to have would to. be very beneficial they have to this.
2: They have penny pine, yeah. pine events. They have uh, uh, trivia Tuesdays. They don't have whiskey Wednesdays. So we promoted that, but they don't have whiskey Wednesdays. It's on it is, Thursday. It so sounded it's, good it's, though. It's Thursday. It, is, it sounded. Should switch
0: Thursday we're, and Wednesday. We're, else.
3: we're not doing the alliteration thing
2: anymore. It is five dollar mixed drinks on Wednesday, so that's still a good deal. And five dollar burgers. So. And they have Mario Kart. So. Mario Kart. <laughs> Who wouldn't want
1: to play Mario Kart? Five dollar drinks, Mario Kart. I mean, what more could you want life? Yeah.
2: So I don't, uh, don't know
0: vagabonds. I don't know. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so,
2: just a reminder: brews on Buckeye coming up August fourth. Get your tickets online now. You can go to the Coterie's Facebook page, or just show up and buy your tickets there. So thanks, Riley, for letting us record here tonight, Absolutely and we good. hope good you guys night. get a good turnout coming up at the beginning of August. will see you then. All right, so uh, we're going to get through this.
1: Pretty quick. This is pretty quick.
2: Yeah. Yep. So uh, we have a Twitter talk question that we posed to you guys. Um, we actually asked this last week, but we uh, everybody that replied to us, we gave them a second chance. And these are the people that replied today. These are post-Kawhi Leonard Eastern Conference standings. Predictions from some of our fans, uh, followers out there. I'm not going to go through everybody's predictions, Uh, because that would absolutely take way too long, but I'm going to shout out to everybody who sent us something. Um, So shout out to at uh, Sobro Pacers fan, at Boilers3212, at Joey Breguet, at Pacers Pritch. So... Maybe another Pritchard burner account yeah. there. Oh my God, that might be too obvious one. to be a burner, yeah. but at dewan 8 underscore. My favorite fan right there, DeJuan. Right DeJuan, he Craig is definitely C mine too. 1331 um, So, biggest takeaways, and I'm just gonna kind of summarize some of my takeaways from what you guys said, and you guys can chime in what you think. The majority of people, let's just say first off, the majority of the people besides Craig have the Celtics as the number one seed. Uh, Craig has the Raptors, so what do you guys think about those uh, first seed predictions right there? Fully healthy,
0: I think, it's the Celtics all day. Kawhi Leonard's a generational player, but we're not even 100% sure if he's going to play. Putting him at the number one seed is a little premature, especially with Hayward coming back healthy. He didn't even have him last year. And uh, they got the one seed, so they're going to be a great team. It's the Celtics all day, healthy. Yeah,
1: I think the Celtics are definitely my number one seed. Um, this is I don't even know if it depends if they're healthy because, quite frankly, they yeah, dominated they year, even so when they were, were without two of their best players. I mean, they didn't have Kyrie. They didn't have Gordon Hayward. Uh, so I think if even one of those guys got hurt, I think in this Eastern Conference without LeBron James, I think – No matter what, I think the Celtics will be the number one seed unless they literally just don't care and they just rest people just to rest people, which I could see them doing with Kyrie and maybe even Gordon Hayward. I I don't know, but I think they want those guys to play as many games as possible, obviously. So I would definitely say Celtics are my number one seed as well.
2: Um, Another big takeaway... Uh, was actually Boilers three two one two. He does not have the Raptors in his top eight. So what do you guys think about uh, <laughs> that prediction right there? Well, Obviously, the, if Kawhi plays, it's very bad prediction. But if you're gonna if, if you're prediction. gonna take a flyer,
0: you might as well. I mean, maybe they'll just lose every game somehow. Like you never know. Like every game's random to an extent. Um, hey, uh, but you just never know. I I mean personally, the Raptors, uh, the Raptors, are the Raptors. Are they ever gonna get to the finals? I doubt it. So leaving him out is no big deal to me. Who cares? I still
2: think even with Kawhi, I just don't see him beating the Celtics. I, I mean,
0: they got a better version of DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. A, a much better, I will say. But they on didn't both necessarily ends the gain another player. More specifically
2: I mean, on the defensive end.
0: I'm not sold. I'm not sold on Kawhi yeah. playing a, a ton of it's games. He's a new coach. Kata. That factors into it a little bit. I don't know how much stock you put into that, but it is a factor to extent, I think.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think the majority of the people pretty much have the Sixers. I think the Raptors are that team. I could see the Raptors being the 2 seed and I could see the Raptors not making the playoffs. If if Kawhi plays, 2 seed, sure. I mean, are they better than the Pacers? I'm not really too sure. I think Kawhi's obviously he would be the best player on the
0: Pacers. Definitely. So, Boilers knows something is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm (laughs) I mean,
1: honestly, if I had to pick one of those top four consensus teams, the Celtics, the Raptors, uh, the Sixers, and the Pacers, if I had to pick one team not to make the playoffs, I would pick the Raptors because if Kawhi doesn't play. They're a steaming pile of dogs. Yeah, you're going to ask Kyrie. Sorry, I almost said Kyrie again. What the heck's (laughs) going on with me and Kyrie? I'm just obsessed. But, no, uh, Kyle Lowry, I, I don't see him being able to be the best player on a playoff team. I think I think Kimba's better than Kyle Lowry, and he doesn't always get his team to the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would kind of I kind really, of think that Toronto they need Kawhi to play.
0: You can't really you got to think of OG too. He's there. He's going to take that next step. And you know, hopefully, we, we talk about point, the uh, trade
2: earlier today, congrats to the Raptors for not having to get rid of OG in that trade. By the
0: way, Yeah, that's crazy. That's a guy that I'm still pissed the Pacers
2: didn't draft, by
0: the way. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: We got TJ
2: Leaf. Ah. Um, Another Ah. big takeaway that I've seen, a lot of, let's just talk more of the back-end teams. Sarcasm. uh, More of the (laughs) 7, 8 teams. Some interesting in the ones that came up. The Pistons, a lot of people had them at 7 or 8. And then actually a few ones that snuck in at Pacers Pritch, the uh, Pritchard Burner count has the Hornets at number eight. He was the only person that had the Hornets in the top uh, top eight and then the Heat as well at, at eight. Do you guys see the Heat maybe finish? So I have a few questions here. Do you see the Heat finishing maybe a little higher than that? What do you guys think about the Pistons coming up? And then also do you think the Hornets have a shot because I, I don't see it for the Hornets. Especially.
0: I don't see it from the Hornets either. I think the Knicks... Mix- one fully healthy or a team that could maybe compete for that eighth seed and they're not being mentioned here.
2: And but, they have Fizdale who I think is a hell of a coach. Yeah, and
0: for the Heat, I think hell it's a, a no brainer. Like Heat's definitely, I think, a playoff team. I'd put him at seven or eight, no doubt. I mean they didn't get necessarily better, but I mean Whiteside, they got Drogic, who was an all star. They got just some they just got what's his name? I can't even think of it. But you know the Heat are a team that is definitely gonna be the eighth seed. Over the Hornets, no doubt. And I would even put the Knicks above the Hornets. I don't think the Hornets. You do You can't just tell me that Nick Batum and Kibble Walker are going to be the eighth seed. I don't believe it.
1: No, I. I I'm just kind of writing down as we go here, just like gut feeling. Um, I, I kind of see the Heat as like a six or seven seed. I actually, I mean, any team that has Eric Spoelstra as a coach, I think he's proven he's one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah, no doubt. And maybe, I mean, he's done it without LeBron. I'm not even, I'm not counting LeBron, the LeBron I mean, James Even with years. LeBron, it's a
0: whole other factor of coaching oh, and things ab- that you got to abs- take into consideration.
1: Absolutely. I, I just, I think Spolstra and Pat Riley, they're going to have them around the six or seven seed. Um, I think the Bucks are kind of the wild card team. It, it, it all the can Giannis shoot from the outside because once he no. gets that outside shot. If he does, I mean, I could see them. They're dangerous.
0: Well, Middleton was the second best player in that Celtics series, without a doubt. Definitely, Middleton's a freaking definitely. Animal, so, I think, uh, I, I,
1: I think the Pistons could be okay. I really don't buy into the Hornets. I just don't see Kimba Kim- as the guy that's able to take them over. You know, over the edge and
2: getting them to the playoffs. Can you name the Hornets starting five? Kimba, Kimba Malik Batum. Monk.
1: Malik. Malik No, he's injured, I right? don't even think you can count Malik. He got Malik. injured in some they, league, traded they?
2: Who they traded Dwight for I can't even remember.
1: They did box the socks to him, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh... They trade him for a box of socks, Cody sorry. Zeller, that's a Kaminsky, little friend talk.
2: Michael
1: Michael Kick
0: Gilchrist? Yeah, Marvin Michael, Williams? MKG
2: at the small forward, Marvin Williams at the four. So, yeah, uh, he,
0: they're not. Five a is out. committed to the playoff
2: Come on, Pacers, Pritch. You're better. They're not than a, a playoff team. You're better than them. I'm sorry. Right. Okay, the I other, actually
1: like the Knicks better than them. I really do. That's what I'm do. saying. I, think I the do. The Knicks
0: have a better shot at
2: the eight seed than the one. Two more takeaways from this is actually another Boilers 3 2 1 2. He's just going all out there. By the way, he has the magic. The Orlando Magic is the ace. He
1: also has the Cavs in there. As the
2: and the Cavs. So I mean, he has the Cavs the, seven. What, the
0: what have I missed with the Magic?
2: Nothing. You've missed what? nothing. They re-signed <laughs> Eric, Aaron Gordon. Their so does he have what? missing. Jay other August than the State? Raptors. Like, come on, Boilers. You're better than that. Maybe he's not. Who does he might be? He might be Nostradamus. I don't know. He might be right. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, so he has the Magic and Cavs in, the Raptors out. Who's the other team, the other consensus team, like the Pistons? I don't know if they're like a consensus in. I actually like – what I not have the heat. Let me give you a team I, I really like. I like what they're doing, sort of.
0: I don't say the Nets. Do not no, say the Nets. No,
1: no, no, no. I kind of like what the Bulls are doing. But uh, to an extent – Shorter-term deals, I don't short-term mind. Short-term deals. Jabari, kind of like what, the pacers the,
2: are doing. what kind of like the Pacers have done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to
1: build. They're putting competent rebuilding.
0: players around. Like the, uh, I
1: Markin love, really good. I love Wendell. Oh my God, I love Wendell. I love uh, Lori Markkinen. He was first team um, Summer League. Yeah, I'm a little bit leery of putting Jabari in at the three spot. Levine's going to slide into the two. Chris down at the one. I think in this week, East, I just dropped my pin because I'm so excited. But I think they could be like an eight seed. So I think that's
2: You the can team. tell me they'd be the eight seed or they get the number one pick next year, and I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. Either. Anything can happen <laughs> so in the East. It's a wild, oh, yeah. wild East so this year. For the, I pulled up the Magic roster. I'm only going to name players that we obviously recognize. So they did get Steve Clifford from the Hornets, but, I mean, what has he done at best? Seven, it's a huge transaction. Uh, so they still have Aaron Aflalo, Augustine, uh, Bamba. No, oh, I forgot about Bamba. Evan yeah. uh, Fournier, Aaron Gordon, Jerry and Grant, Isaac, Mozgov, Terrence Ross, Simmons, uh, Spades, and Vucevic. There's Evan, no
0: way they got Jonathan Isaac. That's who it is. There's no yeah. way.
2: I don't if he ever like Jonat- preach preaching. Maybe he'll,
0: maybe he'll get it together. Do you Tom think Jonathan Isaac. Isaac's gonna figure it out? Maybe. I don't. It's too early to <laughs> give up on him. But I mean, <laughs> okay. Based on rookie year, no, I don't. Just Fight okay, demand. Jonathan Fight Isaac, demand, no. Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba.
2: I, mean, I think Mo is gonna be good.
1: Okay, so Vucevic in or out in the long term plans? He's gotta be out in the long term plans. Why? Because they have Bamba. Okay, so you think Bomba. So, so do you think they trade Vucevic in? Why do you draft Bomba? Five years if you, years, if you tell Vucevic's me Mo Bamba
0: should have won number one, I wouldn't have been surprised. I'd be like, I could see it. I can also see him just not panning out that way, but I'm just saying Mo Bamba. Isn't that the beauty of the draft? I mean, if you would
1: have told me Jabari Parker is just going to, like, slide to a new team after a few, like, four years, I mean, it's just crazy. Remember when I mean, the Pacers drafted Kawhi Leonard? Shut up. God damn it.
2: <laughs> Speaking of the Pacers, Bullshit. last part of this, uh, a lot of these guys had the Pacers finishing two or three. Then Pacers Pritch, of course, had them finishing the fifth seed. So what do you guys think? Uh, just rough guesstimate. Where do you think the Pacers finish up? Do you like two or three seed, or do you think five, like Pacers perch, is reasonable? Maybe eight. I don't know. What do you guys think? With
0: the depth, I think you're going to be able to have Oladipo miss. What he missed eight games last year, and they were 0 8. That's what Kevin Bowen told yeah. us. Love Kevin Bowen. <laughs> so I think with that, if they miss some games, you're gonna. I think you win half those games with this current roster. So I think that this is a 50-win Pacers team. And I'm comfortable Dang. sliding them in at the two seed behind the Celtics. And I think it'll be within a game or two from the number three seed, Sixers or Raptors, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I think I... Those are your top four, no doubt, though. Like, I'd be surprised if that was a different top four.
1: What? so who's who's your –
0: Celtics, Pacers, I'm going to go 76ers and then Raptors at the four. Devil's advocate, could the Wizards move into that of top Of course four? they could. But, I mean, Dwight Howard is – He's an enigma and that I, he can yeah. be terrible for Damn you. Damn it, I forgot that I he's Dwight a room Or, but he's $5 million That's and perfect. he gives you a double-double every night. He'll be asleep and he'll give you a double-double. Like, it doesn't matter. So, it, it, it's 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 hard with the Wizards just because you don't really know if it's a good deal or not yet. you got to see how it works. But Bradley Beal, John Wall, I mean, they lost score top and they got Dwight Howard. I mean, it could work in theory. It could work. It could work in um, theory. And Bradley Beal, he, I mean, he gets better every year too. So like can that's,
1: we can we agree we'd be shocked if the Pacers were the one scene? Like that would yes. be shocking.
0: Okay, yes. so we're all like, in. I'm there. No, I'm picking him at number two, and I know that's lofty, and that's and, probably yeah, not and no. Happen, in my
2: opinion, too, I agree, two or three, two or three. So no doubt. It, at worst, I think five, like Pacers per
1: cent. See, as a fan though, I'm hoping two three or six i don't want four or five i want to see the celtics as late as possible i think we all have the celtics as our number one team in the east is that fair
2: yeah okay they're healthy
1: right and they
0: win 17 in a row again like they did last year i I
1: think i think teams that's the beauty and obviously you want to fight for the highest position but let's be honest that doesn't always happen i mean teams try to match up as the season goes later I I think the Pacers need to be two, three, or six. I don't want to be four or five. I don't want to face the Celtics in the second round. Let's face them in the finals. Um, I think they could get to two. I I don't think I'm being like a Fairweather fan saying that by any means. I think they have the talent to get to two. I do think the Sixers probably have overall more raw talent, but I'm not sure that plays in the playoffs. I've stated that several times. And so I think I, I would I would put us three. I would say Celtics, Sixers, Pacers, Raptors, and I would feel great about those four.
0: Yep. Call me a homer, but I just get super pissed. Today I saw an ESPN yeah. Instagram. It was who's the best in the East, and they had Kawhi superimposed in a Toronto jersey. And they just totally left the Pacers out Leave it to ESPN.
2: We don't ever they listen always, to anything they say. They hey, always, ESPN. Everyone
0: always sleeps on the Pacers, ESPN and that's is why the absolute I love worst. that chip on the shoulder.
2: Besides that's who is an affiliate. Sorry, Kevin Bowen. But the company ESPN, you know. If was, Woj
1: wanted to come on the podcast, would
2: you guys even want him? No, hell. Yeah, I, give would, me shams. I would. I would. Give sh- I give would. Me sh- shams just left Yahoo. I would want Did Woj. He? I would want Woj because I want to confront him. Because on the SP's bid, we've called it, called him out for this. He charged seven dollars and ten cents for shipping uh, to come hang out with him for a day. What is what he is- shipping to you? <laughs> I think so? this is a great... And it said He's just estimated, an agenda. It said estimated delivery the 24th to the 27th, so what you're telling me is Woj is going to show up in my mailbox. The I pay $7. $7, and it, it was expedited shipping. I had to pay $7 for expedited shipping, so...
1: I mean, okay. So if we're gonna ring up that, it goes I think to a good cause, though. I'm
0: assuming. So I, I'm not gonna. I am not going to i am not care
1: sure, too much. Sure, But I think it's time to ring up that freezing cold t- takes did reply to us. Yes, yes. This is it a great time. I'm to really
2: talk still. About it. How many I followers? they like got 176 or something. 178. Like that? 178 thousand.
0: I think they actually gave it a thousand because sure they tweeted at us. What they <laughs> were
2: calling us out for it was for being the no cares guy. But still, whenever you get called out by freezing cold takes, it's never a good thing because they're making fun of you. But at least you're getting called out. Any publicity as we said is good publicity it's free publicity and we'll take it so even though we got more likes on our reply back to them than they got on it so that'll wrap this up thank you guys for coming in with your with uh twitter talk questions we appreciate you giving us your standings predictions we're going to move on to our last segment here in just a minute I actually have a fun segment planned here. We are going to do Guess That Tweet. I'm going to read off five different tweets from some current Pacers players, and you two have to guess who tweeted those out. So you guys have absolutely no idea. I'm the only one who knows, and you have to guess who God, tweets it out. I hate not knowing. I um, hate no This idea. is just going to be a recurring segment because obviously there's a lot of stupid tweets out there, and we're going to keep it to five today just so we can keep them going. Josh Hader, shout um, But we got five coming, and we'll be right back after this. All right, we are back here. So, with the final segment here today at the Coterie, once again, thank you to the guys at the Coterie for letting us record here. It's been a great night, and I think we're actually, we won't make this a regular Wednesday night, but we're gonna actually record here probably quite often on Wednesday nights. Um, Have a really good setup here, so at some point when we do announce that you guys should come check us out here. So, we had a decent amount of showings tonight, though, right? I was impressed, impressed, actually. My parents came. That's always cool. <laughs> I told
1: my parents not to come, but I regret that yeah. decision. Because yeah. we actually had like what like, I mean,
0: uh, several people come. I'd I mean, say it was 100, 150. 150. Yeah. I mean, he's probably. I would say probably 120. Yeah. yeah. My parents came 30 minutes early. and yeah. My dad got a coke, so I think it was a solid night. <laughs> it for them was awesome out um, as
2: a couple. Before we start this last segment, congratulations to uh, Sarah Van Devere at SMVandy422. It's a tough name and Eli Cathcart at the fourth Cathcart they won the uh, poster giveaway so uh, congratulations then we'll get those shipped out to you guys here soon Um, so as I mentioned the last segment here we are going to do guess that tweet which we're gonna make a recurring thing around here Um, so this is just gonna be strictly Pacers players I have picked out five different tweets Uh, You guys have no idea who they're from. We didn't do any pre-show prep on this. Only I know who has tweeted these things. And you have to guess who tweeted them. So I don't care who answers first.
0: Are these like current Pacers?
2: These are current Pacers.
0: Okay, alright, okay. Uh, I totally missed that. Say that again? These
2: are current Pacers players. (laughs) That tweeted this. That tweeted these things. So you have to guess who it was. I don't care who answers first. Hashtag no prep on this. If it comes to your mind throw it out first person to say it if you say the right answer you get it so question number one first tweet was how many retweets for you to go to formal with me Victor Oladipo at Kendall Jenner this was tweeted out um on March 11th of 2016
0: how about we go back to back with our guesses go March ahead 11th of
2: 2016 I'm gonna
0: say Victor Oladipo
1: 2016 you think he was going to formal
0: Oh, crap.
2: That's your that's your final No, no, no. That's,
0: no, no, that's not my final No, guess. wait, wait. I get a <laughs> guess before. I, I get uh, a yeah, guess I'll before.
2: I'll just say Victor, whatever. I,
1: I'm going to go ahead. I will go with, shoot.
0: I will go with Aaron Holiday.
2: Aaron Holiday. Hawk, I will give you a redemption answer.
0: Redemption answer, 2016. It's got to be somebody young. They weren't in the NBA before 2016. I'm going to say it was T.J. Leaf.
2: Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. That was my second Lee guess. Tweeted out. Let's go. On... March 11th, 2016, he asked Kendall Jenner if she would go to formal with him. Did and she, she said, Ha, no! Said, Hell no. no! She did not reply. All right, next tweet. Uh, it is.
1: Like, like TJ Lee's jumper, just wasn't there for formal. Ooh. Next tweet: that's cold, People
2: Jake. who always make time for you. Even at the most random moments, greater sign, greater sign, greater sign, greater sign, greater sign. (laughs) How many was that? Obviously, this meant a lot to whomever tweeted this. This seems, seems I follow
1: this this guy, this seems like something he would tweet, Miles Turner.
2: This was tweeted
1: out, this won't help you at all,
2: but it was tweeted out August 17th of 2017.
1: I'm still going Miles Turner. He seems like the type of guy that cares about that. And that's completely wrong because he's already looking at Hawks. And they're on it. the
2: Pacers roster currently. That is correct. This Eventually, is we might branch out. But I'm going to say Corey Joseph. You both are wrong. Okay.
0: Well, do we get another guess then?
2: All right, I think we guessed. Do we get I'll it? I'll we'll give you both one more guess.
0: Are you. No, no, no. So, I Miles s- and Corey have been guessed. I'm going to say Thad Young as my Wait. guess. You We're going to go snake. We're snaking it.
2: Okay. If, if, if you had to pick somebody to put multiple greater signs, would you think it was an older player or a younger player? Younger, younger player. Okay, then fat young is not a good answer.
0: Whoops. Can I change
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Victor Oladipo.
2: Do I get to change my answer? No.
1: <laughs> Victor Oladipo.
2: <laughs> the correct answer is EK.
1: Uh, that out. Uh, we slid into the DMs of EK yeah. like maybe he just like answers yeah, back.
0: He's very vulnerable. I don't yeah. want to I don't want to disrupt EK. Let's just stay out of EK's rest. Yeah, I'm, not go. gonna, I'm not going to give you
2: I'm not going to give you the date on this next tweet cuz I don't want you to get it easily. But this was tweeted out. Officially done with high school. This is crazy, man. 2 explanation points. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was really crazy for them.
2: Officially done. Let's will repeat it again. I kind of want to go Jeff Foster. done with high school. <laughs> this is crazy, man. So
0: is this free agents included?
2: This is anybody on the roster today.
0: I'm going to say Doug McDermott.
2: All right. It's.
1: I don't want to. Doug, it seems like a Doug great, McDermott tweet It's also. such a great <laughs> guess. Like a, that's, that was my initial reaction. I'm going to go with... Man, it's, like, crazy for this guy. Like, that's... All right, I'm going to sack up here. Let's just go with
2: Tyreek Evans.
1: That would have been really crazy, like, 10 years ago. Like, is, come on.
2: Is that your final answers? Yes. Yeah, final I guess. answers? Do we get a
0: second-round guess at this?
2: You are both wrong. I will give you one more guess. Either. God, Doug wade was such a great guess. Like, that was, like, I thought We're I was 100%. We'll repeat tweet one more time. Officially done with high school. This is crazy, man. To explain, I'm
1: trying to think when Twitter was like really. Well, this is like bullcrap though, because like I'm trying to think when like Twitter was like really popping.
0: I'm trying to think who somebody that would, I mean I guess anybody could tweet that. that could anybody on the
2: team could tweet that. I would hope. What's your guess, Jake. But obviously you can't pick Fad Young because Twitter wasn't around when he graduated from high school, so.
1: Man, this is bullcrap. I wish I had the fourth pick. <laughs> um, I'm just going to throw out. I'm just going to throw out Edmund Sumner. I don't know. I like him. Let's just go with him.
0: I'm trying to get in the mind of J- uh, of Chris here because I feel
2: like he's trying to trick us. Oh, just wait. Eventually, I'm going to pick some of the most difficult tweets as possible. There'll be like one-word tweets if you have to guess them. So this is easy.
0: I'm not. It's there's no way it's beau, y'all like he would tweet. He, first of all, he'd probably be in a different language. Yeah. So I'm gonna just say Miles Turner on this one as well.
2: Once again, you are both wrong. Shocking. Aaron Holiday tweeted that in
0: 2015. Cool. I'm
1: gonna. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't like that the first couple of tweets we went with were like super young guys. Younger guys,
0: guys. yeah. These like I don't guys. know them. Like He's I don't gonna, know. You start them. off hard. There's, these next two are gonna be one of the bigger the name guys. The thing
2: about the first few tweets is the younger guys' stupid tweets or you know tweets like this. They were easier to find. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, once you're in the NBA, you're you're not gonna tweet this
1: stupid uh, stuff. So.
2: Yeah. Uh, next tweet. On the list, so this is a player rankings. So I'm just going to read them off number one, Kevin Durant, number two, Derrick Rose, number three, Brandon Jennings, number four, Andre Iguodala number five, Rudy Gay. Hashtag favorite players. This was tweeted out in 2012. Miles Turner final answer six years ago.
1: Miles Turner final answer, I'm gonna say Kevin Victor, just because no, no, why. Kevin Durant, number one, Texas, Miles Turner. I would be shocked if it's not Miles Turner.
0: I mean, yeah, but that's your guess. My guess is Victor. I mean, I can have that guess too. <laughs> no? You're not allowed that. I think that's – because right – because when was Derrick Rose's MVP? It was 2012,
2: wasn't it? Victor was at IU. 2011, he was MVP.
0: Yeah, so Victor was at IU when he was – he won his MVP, right? Because I was in college. Yes,
2: Victor oh, uh, God, entered, entered the Victor NBA in So
0: that's – I'm going to guess Victor. Wouldn't, wh- okay, hold on. My my
1: argument against Victor Oladipo, wouldn't Eric Gordon be on the list? Like, that's like the key guy that was there when he was getting recruited. Who? Eric Gordon? Eric Gordon was like the key guy at IU and yeah, Oladipo. maybe they just
0: had a beef. Maybe they, they were trying to go for the same girls. I'm, uh, I, I'm just going to guess. It's a guess, man. Yeah. You Are me? you staying with we're trying to. E- – well, I'm definitely
1: staying Miles Turner with, the, with Texas the Texas University, Uh, you know, University of Texas, Kevin Durant, Miles Turner. That's where my guess is.
2: The correct answer is Miles Turner. He tweeted that out in 2012. Dab on him. Darn.
1: As soon as I seen that
0: question, I was like, let's go. Wait. I need this fast. So Jay got one right, I got one right, yeah. and we got three
2: wrong. So last one. <laughs> oh, where's one more? Last one. Safe and reliable transportation has arrived in Omaha. Download at Uber Omaha and enter our promo code for 20 free rides.
0: Victor Oladipo.
1: No. No. Doug McDermott.
0: Ah, is it a trick question? Yeah, it's one of those two. No, it's Kyle Quinn. Final answer, Kyle Quinn. Oh, it's Kyle.
2: Safe and reliable transportation has arrived in Omaha. Download at Uber Omaha and enter promo free McD. For 23
1: Okay, here's my here's why Kyle I think Quinn, it's Doug, Doug McDermott because I'm not sure where Creighton is, and I think it's that way. So I'm going Doug McDermott. Final answer. You're going Kylo Quinn.
0: Yeah, I'm just going with the guy that went to Oklahoma City. I thought that's. What oh God, ding oh, it.
2: So I didn't say the promo code the first time around. I said it the second time around. That was purposely because I wanted to see if anybody would guess guess it correct the first time around. Because the promo code kind of gives it away, so the promo code is free McD.
0: Double McBuckets buckets, right?
2: Absolutely correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. yeah.
0: Take round one. There'll be many more rounds where I win. I get, so, Jay- Omaha. Where's Creighton? Creighton, uh, Nebraska. Right?
1: I think it's time to like do like a live Google, because I'm pretty sure it's like Nebraska. Yeah, I thought like so. Like middle well. of nowhere, like just shooting three pointers.
2: Just it is in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah
1: dab like and i was pretty was, sure that
2: was tweeted out i believe like 13 or 14
1: so. is it so cool to like say dab on them or is like or am i just
0: like completely out of it
2: dab like,
1: on,
0: it's slowly fading like
2: well like know, i'm like i'm over th- saying dab on them like
0: you got like two weeks left okay
1: well okay. he's <laughs> <Wasn't laughs> like i'm you I'm, you a, that?
0: I'm a high school teacher
1: so like i get things like on the later really end late. I, yeah yeah and I so see. like it's like dab on them like it
2: sounds good right now so yeah. that's what i'm going with so Jake wins round one of Guess Hat Tweets. Like I said, there will be more to come. I only picked five tonight because we want to save them. Eventually, we'll find some more dirty tweets, hopefully. Uh, It's just kind of difficult because once you make it to the NBA, you kind of realize I shouldn't tweet such stupid stuff. That one I found
0: of Doug McDermott, the night he got drafted, I was just looking through his, or the night we signed him, I was just looking through his tweets, and he said, the Pacers will bounce back. You can count on it. And I retweeted it from the main account, obviously. But I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Doug McDermott, certified Pacers fan and player. It's big. I can't wait to see him in a hickory jersey. Like it's, oh. it's almost. I, They're
1: I have to reshoot the
0: movie. Are New they jerse- gonna put TJ Leaf Jimmy Chitwood.
1: Is Jimmy Lee or Jimmy Lee? Is
2: <laughs> TJ? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you freaking screwed me up. Is TJ Leaf and Doug McDermott going to be on the floor at the same time in a freaking hickory jersey? I doubt
0: it. I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. Probably, though. Uh, We're going to throw it out there and test uh, the water. A little little Tony Robo. Is
2: it going to happen?
1: Yeah, I think it is. Hickory, I'm going to be there game one when they wear hickory jerseys. Absolutely. One one
2: last question to wrap it up here. Um, The uh, NBA 2K ranking just came out for Victor Oladipo. And... Received an 89 rating, which I think is pretty fair. Um, the only thing I don't really like is Jason Tatum got an 87 um, hype, which is yeah, it's a hype pick. He had, I mean, they both had just one good season, so you know, I I kind of get it, but he's going in on his second year and he's already an 87. I don't really judge 2K ratings, like who gives, a, who gives a shit, but what do you guys think about uh, Vic's 89 ranking? Do you think it's fair? Do you think he should have pushed it to 90? Um, what do you guys think?
0: I know there was conflicting reports. There were some tweets said he was a 91, and then I think we settled on we, it's official in 89. So I, I think a 91 would have been more accurate. I mean, this guy had a triple-double in game six of the NBA playoffs. Was, am I right? Was a game 7? Well, you're not you know, wrong. If that matters. I mean, so this guy—he's MIP. He does everything well. I think at 91, we'd be more ready. I it'd be interesting to see what he was last year, but at the end of the day, who cares? i have been about a two K. 2K since two K eleven, and Carmelo Anthony was literally a cheat code on the Knicks. He, like, you couldn't mess with him. So I, I don't—I care less, and I don't think the players care at all. And I think those numbers fluctuate. I mean, how their seasons go, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, like,
1: I'm an avid, like, I'm kind of opposite of you. I'm, like, an avid 2K buyer. Um, So, like, I, of course, love to play with the Pacers. Um, I think Oladipo, it's, like, 90% is, like, that franchise staple. And so, like, I think they're kind of saying, like, 89, like like, one more year maybe. I don't know. Um, and that's kind of what I view it as. Um, the problem with playing with guys like, we've talked about DeMar DeRozan a little bit in this podcast. DeMar DeRozan and Victor Oladipo, those are two guys that are like basketball players. Like, like they're just like basketball guys, like 15 footers, um, drive around, 12 footers. Like, they're not like three point guys. So it's kind of hard to play with them if you really want to, like, compete online. They're hard but, to
0: spam online. Right.
1: I, I could definitely see the argument for Oladipo being a 90, especially being a Pacers fan. I think he's a cornerstone guy, but I could also see them saying 89, one more year, just kind of being the guy on the Pacers. And I think next year at this time, he could be that 91. And like I said, I could, I could definitely see him being a 90, just being the biased guy that I am. And I hope he is, because I use the Pacers on 2K yeah. online. But I mean, 89 doesn't piss how me off. How much money football. have
0: you spent in virtual currency? Oh, he's probably spent. to oh, be honest. Checking Give me account. a round number of how much money you've spent in virtual I, currency. I've never, me
2: personally, I've never spent. Never any, spent a dime. I've virtual, never spent a dime. I'm too cheap. I don't even pay for PlayStation. Uh, you don't even
1: know what's called. <laughs> I'll
2: pay for the internet whatever I can't even play games online for that.
1: I can't play online. Honestly, I've never I this is God's honest truth. I've never spent a dollar. You just grind. I just I do grind. Franchise huh. mode
2: in any game I play. I only play sports games. Yeah. I play I play 2K, I play MLB The Show. I do franchise modes. Playing online is overrated. I, I don't agree care. with that. Yeah. I don't care yeah. if I play a one-on-one guy game against some guy from California. And then he quits during the third quarter. I quit because he's whooping my ass. Who cares? So, Madden
0: 08, I remember I won the Super Bowl with the Colts, and that was more important to me than the Super Bowl that I would won two years before with the real life. Yeah, it was right. just a weird time it's, where I was like, that, that Madden <laughs> Super Bowl I won online was just awesome. Of course. I remember, I
2: remember there was the Madden, and this is way off topic. There was the Madden, do you remember that, where... You would win the Super Bowl and then they would show the parade afterwards, and you just felt like you were awesome. If you didn't awesome. watch the parade,
1: then you're not a human. Yeah, yeah I
2: watched like, the whole thing. Mine was in New yeah. Orleans.
0: It was the New Orleans Super Bowl. Yeah. How many tears did you shed?
2: Like, uh, like it was. I'd
0: say like six. Like there was a couple, and I quickly turned it off. Right. I, I so
2: getting a little bit back more on topic. Well, one last thing before we close. Am I, am
0: I allowed to answer
1: the question? No. That's okay, <laughs> that's fair. I mean I usually take too long anyway. You've been shut yeah. Down.
2: One last thing I do want to say. Ouch. One of our Twitter followers, big fan of the show, at Jacob Perry twenty-four. He got on an argument this morning. I woke up and I woke up to this argument. He got on an argument with some guy named At S. Vogelman, Uh T T K E who is a Houston Rockets fan. And S. so they were going back and forth. I I eventually chimed in. So Jacob claims that he thinks that Victor Oladipo could be a top three shooting guard in the NBA or could be viewed as a top three shooting guard in the NBA, maybe possibly this season. So my thought is to you guys, I know we didn't do any prep for this, but what shooting guards right now would you rank above him? Obviously, S. Fogelman being a Rockets fan, I would put James Harden over him. But I don't view
0: him as a shooting
2: guard. James Harden's a point guard in today's NBA. Uh, He's...
0: Oh, someone's gonna say he's a oh shooting guard, but he has to bowl ninety percent of the time. He's guard, a shooting so guard, so let's just call him
2: a shooting guard. So is, what it, other shooting guards would you put over Victor at this time? Would you say he's top three? I, more realistically, I say top five. In my opinion.
1: Okay, give me. Okay, I'm putting you on the spot. Give me your top four. If he's only top five. Clay, I mean, Thompson. you got Bradley Beal. Him and Bradley Beal are a close. If comparison. if if the Golden State Warriors called and said we will give you Clay Thompson for Victor Oladipo, you are trading Victor Oladipo.
2: No uh
1: uh-huh. I disagree.
2: But, I don't know. I'd
0: it's rather tough. have Depot. It's,
2: that's it's tough. Brought, it's that's tough. why I brought it up. I think depot has got the Bradley
1: ability Beal? to just no. drive. Mean, I think you Bradley can think drive better. I think Bradley Beal's top five, not
0: above Depot. Yeah, I think they're close. Clay Thompson, Depot, Bradley Beal.
1: I, I mean, if you want to call... Here's the thing, people are Maybe going to say... Rosen's
0: probably up there. Uh,
1: you're going to come at us with James Harden, but really, if you really watch the NBA and you watch the Rockets, Harden brings the ball up the court sometimes, sometimes Chris Paul. Like, you could make the argument Chris Paul's a shooting guard in this offense. Really, you really could. And, and so that's why I think I think Victor Oladipo's a top three shooting guard because he is a pure shooting guard. I would have Bradley Beal around that area. DeMar DeRozan makes a lot of sense.
2: Thompson.
1: I don't like. I don't think there's that many guys in front of Depot.
2: Shooting guard is definitely. I mean Tatum. It's an ambiguous Tatum, when you're, Tatum yeah, guard, position. Which, when you're I think Tatum's at under them at the next tier. When you're at think, I mean, small forward. Small forward's is a position that is the most difficult to rank. Shooting guard. When you look at players nowadays, that's the most difficult position to re, to rank because you don't really know. I mean, there's not great players at shooting guard. A lot of the players that they throw out at shooting guard are now these 3 and D type players that are, like, you know, Danny Green. So, and I, and I just,
1: I, like you said, hold on, real quick, I real quick point. Like, shooting guards used to be, like, the The, the position. position,
2: Michael Jordan, Reggie Miller, like, that was the position.
1: Absolutely. You guys are on it, and I just don't think that that is the position anymore it's not. it's not like it's small forward is the it definitely position hasn't
2: taken much of a hit as the center position small forward and even reasons. point
0: guard i mean the point guards now are just the stupid.
2: biggest thing now is that two through four is so interchangeable you can play literally any guy at any position
0: there's not one guy we've said that you can convince me is better than victor Oldipo i might put him at one i might see he's the best come at me
2: Come at him. I mean, who, who's
0: better? Who could you make a legitimate argument is better than Victor?
1: Here, here's what I'm saying. From it, last
0: year, I mean, I, I know he's only had one year, but last year was amazing. Third-team All NBA.
1: You're not going to you're not going to get an argument for me because I can't think of many guys so, I would I rather have on the Pacers. I don't.
2: I don't classify Jimmy Butler as a shooting guard. I Absolutely, look at him as a small, small forward. forward. Yeah. Absolutely um, correct. Clay Thompson. I mean, I'm They're not going to have that argument. Clay Thompson's a hell of a player. Better, oh, but better before shooter. you go on,
1: like he. Like Clay Thompson is a pure shooting guard. Yep. Like he's got to be you a You ask, he can't be the guy. the guy. If you ask All me, be the members, you ask
2: me yep. between Oladipo and DeRozan, I'm taking Oladipo.
0: Yeah.
2: Beal De- or Beal Oladipo. I'm biased. I'm taking Oladipo. Yep, easily. CJ McCollum. I'm taking Oladipo. Uh, Devin,
1: Booker, a little tougher, but Devin
2: Booker. What uh, about Devin Booker? I'm going i now
1: See,
0: I'm going Devin Booker
2: because Absolutely. he is young. Debo.
1: Uh, I mean, but like, I get it. I get the Oladipo love. I I just think Booker has a higher upside.
0: Depot never scored seventy in a game, is what you're you're saying? I I, I mean, they're close. I think it, it's a good argument. That's I mean, pure upside, though. Like, yeah, like, like one game, I mean, like it, tomorrow, I'm so taking Oladipo. My, pure upside and Oladipo one mip. Here, here's so my they, opinion. I, I think you, the upside still, still.
2: I just said Jimmy Butler is a three, but if you put him as a two, as most people like to classify him, where are you putting Andrew Wiggins? He would be a three. Yee. Yeah. He sucks. Hello. <laughs> so Butler played the two in Chicago, but let's just say hypothetically to please people that Butler is a two, I put. I'm. This is a no order, but I probably put Vic at four.
1: Ooh. Put, oh well, you said no order, so like, who's your? But
2: if you partner? had more years, Robinson, I put. Butler and I put James Harden.
1: Okay, so would you trade, here's how I would say this, would you trade Victor Oladipo for Jimmy Butler? No, don't do it. I wouldn't
2: trade Victor. This isn't based on skill, my love for Victor. My, My love for Victor, obviously, Okay. He no is, bias. He's a great player. No bias. Leadership I trade Victor. Wise, I
1: trade Victor for Jimmy Butler. I'm going to go no bias. I, I also. Add. I also could make the argument of trading. Oh, no argument. I would rather have James Harden. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. fair. James Harden's fair. The MVP I, is fair.
1: And this is where I draw the line. <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Yeah.
2: I I, I'd rather have. I I'd rather out, have Victor on this team than Clay Thompson. I come out and say that I would trade. Victor for Thompson the thing about But Victor I can't is, say That I wouldn't Put him over him I mean it's a slippery slope Shooting card rankings is hard That's hard
0: The thing about Victor Is he's coming off A most improved Player year That's something that we It's kind of hard To imagine He's a third team All-NBA guy He can only He's going to get better I have, I have a feeling he put in all that work last season. He's putting in all this work, that famous tweet that went viral, text that went viral with this trainer. I want to get to work right away. I think his his ceiling is unbelievably high. Like, I honestly think Victor's my, about to go on a four- or five-year run here. Yeah. That, I gonna feel be the so best official with members. this
1: debate. Like, like, we didn't even plan for this. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Like, yeah, He's I about have, to go on a four- five-year run. Thank un-seek. you to Jacob
2: and S. Vogelman Teague for yes. bringing this up.
1: I, I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to put my official rankings out. Number one, James Harden, even though I would say he's a point guard. Number two, I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Jimmy Butler, even though I would say he's a three. Number three, Victor Oladipo. Done.
0: Two guys ahead, you don't even classify as shooting. No,
1: but we just went from Google. So, like, who's going to argue with
2: Google? Google sucks. Bill Gates is a poser. Okay. (laughs) I think that's a topic for another (laughs) night, I think, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good debate. I mean, shooting guard, I mean, I think we need to come out with our rankings for each position top five. The thing that hurts Victor
0: is he's only had one season at this elite level. Like, if you wait till he streams a couple more, and I think people
2: will recognize. And let's just be honest here I am any day content with Victor leading our team for years to come, and I don't want to trade him. This is just hypothetical wise, NBA rankings. You couldn't have a better guy leading the Pacers. No, not at
0: all. He's the man.
1: I can't wait. Like, this is completely off topic. I can't wait till we rank point guards and see where Darren Collison is. Like, I'm just frisky for that. Like, that's an August. 36, I have Darren Collison. (laughs) That's an August conversation when everything's, like, slow. Speaking of
2: rankings, don't forget we're doing a top – not top 50, but we're going to pick 50 former Pacers players. We're doing a draft with the Pacers Pride podcast. Uh, just, a you know, five starters, five reserves, and we're going to pick. We're going to have you guys pick who has the best team when it's all said and done. It's going to be a stink draft. We're going to do that with them here in the next month or so. So that will be out here soon. And then last thing I want to announce is this is going to be on Twitter here soon before this even airs. We have a Danny Granger signed jersey that is going who? out. Danny Granger.
0: God, it's my jersey too. Like, I'm, i have
2: I hate partying
0: with it. You didn't go even ahead. lose the free agency contest yet, and you're already giving some yes, God, already I just cool. I want this to be successful so, so
2: bad. Uh, Danny, this is an official Danny Granger signed jersey. We're giving this out. You're going to have to retweet it. You're going to have to follow us if you want to be eligible. If you don't do both of those things, you won't be eligible. Um, so make sure you retweet and follow. We're going to post that picture here before this podcast airs, so you might have already retweeted and followed by the time this uh, has, has aired out. But make sure you go and... You check that out because we're going to give away a bunch of free cool stuff. Like, I don't think you guys understand.
0: Danny Granger was my favorite player for, like, five years. I just remember the game where he dived on the court half court and lost us two. Yes. I was like, that is Pacers, baby. I got jacked. I got to give you
1: a story about this Danny Granger signed jersey. I know we've gone way over on time. I don't care. Who like, cares? I'm just sitting here. Let's go. Um, I bought this, this Danny Granger jersey. I, I literally, I can remember my mom, she gave me an extra like $20, like for Christmas, because I wanted to buy this jersey. The jersey I'm like repping right now, I'm wearing it, this is an official podcast-worn jersey. Um, and it was a, a way blue Danny Granger jersey, and we went, Chris and I went super early to a Pacer game, and I actually befriended, as a junior in high school, Danny Granger's father, who, like, as Danny Granger was walking in, like, he wasn't signing autographs, and he was like, Danny, you're signing this kid's jersey. Like, he, I, like, befriended him. Like, you, you are signing this kid's jersey. I give him this jersey, and he signs it. It was one of the happiest moments of my life. And, like, I'm willing to give it away just to a Pacer fan who will appreciate it as long as we get to 2,000 retweets. Ooh and 2,000 followers because, as we stated last podcast, Twitter Verified said 2,000 followers will get you that blue check mark. I'm willing to give one of my prized possessions up for I, that I think check you got
2: to go either. So if we get 2,004 lo- followers or 2,000 retweets, he will give it away. Not both.
0: Yeah, people are very stingy with that retweet. I'm though. stingy. Like, this is my jersey. <laughs> this is one of my most beloved So, <laughs> yeah,
2: forget what he says. We will take both. So either or not. I mean, you don't have to do both. It does have to be both of those. So if it gets either that many retweets or that many followers, he will give it away.
0: Is there any uh, ill will that he joined the heat that year? Like I don't
1: even count that. Like I don't even remember. Did Danny Granger ever play for another team other than the Pacers? Like, yes. like secretly yes, I think he for but Suns. at the same time he also he played, played for, for the Heat. He played for the Pacers. Tra- yeah, but that doesn't count, guys. Doesn't.
0: That doesn't so, count. In my real mind. Fresno State Danny I know It's the Pacers blue. Yeah. Through Fresno and through. State, New
2: Mexico. Like, State. I'm taking this jersey off just to look at I this. Fresno is Paul George. Yeah, 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 yeah. now we don't speak that yeah. name on this. Like New Mexico. All right, that is going to wrap up our... It episode. looks like number 59. I forgot to, to tell everyone to get online
0: and bid on the Boltman costume. It's currently over $67,000 online. Get on eBay and bid on that immediately. 67000
2: is what you
0: said? That's what it was yesterday. It's probably over
2: seventy now. My gosh. Why would you pay that much money for
0: something
1: like that? Garcon is just looking at me like... <laughs> I'm just like... So, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Codery. Let's go.
2: Yep, so that's going to wrap up. Episode 7 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. As I we have mentioned several times, we are uh, recording here at the Coterie in downtown Kokomo, Indiana, Indiana on the square... If you haven't checked this place out, you're local in Kokomo or you're just, you know, short drive, make sure whenever you stop by, you come downtown, check the Coterie out. It's a great place to get some drinks. Um, a lot, I mean, you're not going to come here and order a Coors Light. You're going to get something else that you've never had before. It's all local. It's all Indiana brewery. Great place to check out one of my favorites here downtown. So make sure you come and check it out. Um, other than that, I think we might actually might make this a regular thing. Not every Wednesday, but you know, occasionally here and there, we're gonna come here and record. So we had a pretty big turnout here tonight. We want you guys to come, show up, and we'll actually probably, you know, eventually start letting you come on and uh, talk with us while we're recording here. So um, thanks for t- tuning in, guys, today. And that will wrap up episode seven. Um, we will have episode uh, another episode coming next week. We actually have uh, another interview scheduled with a uh, another big Pacers media member. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, we're going to get his uh, you know, his insight on what the Pacers have done this offseason as it's well. Not it's not Eddie Gill. Not Eddie Gill. So we're going to get his insight on what the Pacers have done this offseason and see what he thinks about that and his expectations going into the upcoming season. So, like I said, thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you uh, next week for Episode 8.
0: Time for bonus content. The is of all time, Jake.
1: I mean, I think any time you think 15-footer, you got to think a white guy that's just like one dribble, put it up and shoot. I got
2: my guy in mind. You got your guy? Yeah. I was
1: a, I was gonna go I was gonna go with Chris Mullen just because I could just picture him like lefty, like are we head mid-range? fake. Yeah, 15-foot yeah. mid-range. 15-foot. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got the one pump. Um, guy goes past, dribble over, shoot. Uh, my Rip footer. Hamilton. Rip. Oh, yeah. He, that a was his specialty.
0: I always just remember Udonis Haslam just making the baseline 15-footer. All. Dead, he, never, dead. he never left the baseline. He never left, and he never he missed never that 15-footer to. either. That was it. the best part. I know it. All right, let's see how it goes.